0: This podcast is intended for advisors and staff at cooperators. The views and opinions expressed are those of the subjects and do not necessarily reflect the official position of cooperators.
1: So the joke in our office is, if it's a rainy day, look out, we're going to be really busy because all our farmers are coming in.
0: Lisa Suffern is an advisor with offices in Listwell and Mitchell in the heart of Southern Ontario's prime agricultural area. Lisa loves her farm clients and believes farm represents a tremendous opportunity for all advisors, regardless of whether they grew up playing in cornfields or have actually never been within five feet of a cow. Lisa, tell me a little bit about your farm book.
1: We deal with a lot of dairy and poultry operations so in the last 10 years the growth has been phenomenal in just new business but also the expansion of businesses so these farms are getting much more technical we're dealing with corporations we're dealing with multiple locations uh, multiple owners so uh, the the complexity of farm accounts have really changed.
0: There is a sense that some advisors find farm and farmers uh, intimidating uh, and, and a little daunting. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I think it's daunting because of the complexity. So our farmers are leveraged. They carry a lot of debt. They have a lot of variables from crops to cash flow to animal well-being. So it's really tough to be a farmer and... Farmers are really unique individuals that they try to have as many cash flow, income revenues. So, you know, where you have a commercial business, they only have one line. Farmers, they'll they'll have their hands into a whole bunch of things. So they might be a dairy farmer by day, but in the winter, they're using their tractors to blow snow or they have a small little shop in their shed. So there's a lot going on in a farm operation. So I think that can be daunting to figure out complete risk.
0: And having said that, Lisa, is farm really any different than commercial, though?
1: Ironically, they're very similar. So I'm always struck when you see advisors that one's really good at commercial and perhaps not farm, or really good at farm and not great with commercial, when really... They're both businesses. They're just unique in what they do. So I think sometimes people are intimidated with farm um, because they may not have grown up in the country or grown up on the farm. But it's just about really understanding it, it is a commercial revenue business. We just need to understand the operations that are attached to it. So I think more than ever, they need individuals like us because of complexity. So just in the last 10 years, specifically in Ontario, a lot of the farms have gone from um, sole proprietors to corporations. So of course, these farmers are doing this because their accountant has instructed them. But they don't always realize the ramifications of making those changes. So changes in insurance policies, changes in their buy-sell agreements, their critical illness. So It's up to us to go in and explain what now we need to do to to make sure things looked after for them. And I think it's okay to say to someone, I'm really great at financial planning and insurance management. Help me understand your farm operation and I'll I'll set up the best plan I can for you. And it's also okay to to ask questions or not know what a piece of equipment is or what they're doing. Um, So we can offer skill set that the farmer doesn't have. And um, they're, you know, they want to sit and share all the details in their farming operation also.
0: Lisa, I know going back to the 1990s, cooperators spent quite a bit of time thinking about how to best support farmers with their estate and succession planning. As you've alluded to, farming has become a very uh, large and complex business. So I would guess that that estate and succession planning is probably more important than ever.
1: Farmers are very passionate about what they do, and majority of the time if I ask them what keeps you up at night, what keeps them up at night is making sure that that farm can continue on to their children. In the last 10 years, the value of land quota has just skyrocketed, so it is virtually impossible to pass on a farm if you don't have a succession plan in place. So a significant part of our review is the uh, risk management of insurance but the legacy planning piece, specifically if we have farming children and non-farming children. So fair isn't always equal, but we need to talk about what can we put in place to look after the individual taking over the farm and the two non-farming kids that live in town. What are we gonna do to make sure that they're looked after also? So complexity has really increased. I can't uh, emphasize enough how important it is that we have you know, us as a financial planner on side with the accountants and the lawyers. Like, we need to make sure we're working together as a team and building the appropriate program. Uh, The amount of time and work that these farmers put into their um, industry, I mean, it's seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So they really respect when someone has the knowledge to talk about succession planning options. Also, with the size of these farms... These are much bigger life policies, which larger premiums. And again, they do have the cash flow and they are prepared to spend the money for that protection.
0: Farmers sometimes have a bit of a reputation. Uh, is is there any truth to that, Lisa?
1: Farmers are passionate. Their direct cash flow is always um, at forefront. So I, I think some people are taken back maybe by how direct they can be and the questions they might have. But if you can build a really good rapport with a farmer, if you're honest and you're direct back, um, I think of one of my first farms that I went to and it wasn't writing the policy, it was a renewal. And previous to my stop here at the office, there had been a lot of advisors that had gone through Listwell. So I sat down with this uh, client and I was new to the business. I, uh, you know, I didn't know a lot about the insurance piece. I knew a lot about the farming piece and he was pretty tough on me. There was a few things I couldn't answer. And I said to him, I would get back to him. And, uh, he pretty much told me, yeah, you're not going to be here. You're down the road. And I remember getting up and shaking his hand. And I said, I promise you I'll be here next year to do your review. And he has turned out to be one of my best clients. He has referred so much business. So I Yeah, you have to earn a farmer's respect, uh, but once you do, great clientele. We need to really be conscious of farmers aren't nine to five. And I think sometimes we go out and we feel they should fit into our hours. So if I know my client is a dairy farmer, I know I'm not calling them before 11 o'clock in the morning because they're in the barn. So I'm going to accommodate whatever hours. And we try to work around rainy weather or off season. So the joke in our office is, if it's a rainy day, look out, we're going to be really busy because all our farmers are coming in. But if it is a sunny spell and when the sun shines, make hay, if I need something, I'm going to try to push it off if I can. But sometimes there's time sensitive things. Uh, There was a client and I needed a signature. and He just couldn't accommodate it. So finally, he's calling and he's on his tractor. And I said, really, I will drive out to you. And he's giving me directions. And I'm back in this old country road meeting him. And I said, listen, do you want me to stop and get you lunch? He was thrilled. I walked back this old field. I got the form signed. And at the end of the day... It worked for him, it worked for me. So I think you need to recognize farmers have so many variables in their day that we need to be flexible Um, and you need to understand they may not come in for a week and they'll tell you, we'll come in the next day, it's raining.
0: And what are the opportunities for other lines of business?
1: Well, it's ironic you said this morning I was out with uh, completing a farm review and a long-term client, I spent the whole morning out there. They have a substantial auto policy. So we now have mom and dad, three farming children. So they all have personal vehicles. They all have farm vehicles. They all have trailers. They all have snowmobiles. That's what farmers do. So their auto policy alone is a pretty substantial amount. Then the farm policies, they have a corporation and some farms and personal names. So there was two large farms. They also have a cottage. And we have life insurance on everyone, and we have some small investment policies in place. So when I look at what is a really profitable way for me to be spending my day, that was an excellent way to spend a morning. And again, long-term clients, I know them very well. They never miss a payment. Their cash flow stream, I know they're comfortable with payment. So it is a great way to bring in multi-revenue into your agency, not just the farm piece. Lisa,
0: I'm curious whether community involvement in a rural area is uh, any different and uh, and how it might help you grow your business.
1: Mm, So I would say my community involvement, there's a little bit of everything i probably do lean toward the farm side a little bit more just to given our home life in rural ontario i put a lot of energy into 4-h so myself growing up i was actively involved it's a really excellent program and co-op we're 100 behind uh, 4-h so 4-h i've got into there's a lot of um, open houses so i really encourage someone who might be new into the business if someone builds a new barn when they install new robots. So technology is just crazy. They have open houses. So my husband and I attended an open house just last week and there was 2000 people that went through. And you can see these robots in action. You can walk through the barns. You see all of the vendors that are there and farmers love to talk farm talk. So if you show interest or you want to go to your local coffee shop and sit with a group of farmers You could be there for hours
0: and finally lisa if i'm an advisor who is interested in getting into farm what would your advice be
1: so i think like any line of business do your homework so depending where you live are you dealing with tobacco farmers are you dealing with cash crops so understand your market area reach out see if you know some clients that are farmers and ask some questions youtube um, facebook instagram It's amazing, a lot of these farmers are very up to date and they're posting all the time. So if you don't know about robotics and dairy, Google it. You're gonna find all of the information at least on a high level to ask the question. I would then speak to your farm specialist. Before you go out, if you know a little bit about the operation, ask them, what are some things I need to know? Provide me a heads up. And then when you go out there, take lots of pictures, ask lots of questions and say to your client, I'm gonna take this all back in. I'm gonna to speak to underwriting. I'm sure I'm gonna need a few more details, but this is a great starting point. So once you get through one dairy operation, you'll be able to write any dairy operation. In fact, I think it might be a little bit easier than the commercial. Once you understand the dairy line, you can write dairy. Now that I know poultry, there's not a poultry operation I couldn't write. So do your homework, ask the client for lots of information and reach out to your specialist. Honestly, there's sometimes I can call them five times in a week if that's what they're there for. So feel free to reach out to them. Same with our life and wealth specialists. So I'm not afraid to go and ask if it's something that's out of my realm and I'm not fully understanding it. I think the other piece, when you get into these large situations, you usually have an accountant and a lawyer that's giving us direction. So... I like when that happens because they'll tell us this is who the owner is. This is how it should be paid. Again, we want our partners to assist with it. There's just so much opportunity once you delve into it.
0: You've been listening to Advisor Network Podcast number 34 with Lisa Suffern. Just a reminder, if you subscribe to this podcast on your phone, new episodes will automatically download so you can listen at a time convenient to you. We'd love to hear your feedback on the Advisor Network podcast, or if you've got story ideas, or you have the name of an advisor you'd like to hear from, or if you just need help to subscribe. In any case, send me an email at brad underscore scott at cooperators.ca.
1: This is about 10 years ago. I was going out to do a review and they had a load of hay. So the small bales, which you don't see many farmers have that anymore. But sure enough, it was just starting to rain and I wanted to get my stuff done too. And honestly, I looked at him, I'm like, do you want me to help you throw off that load of hay? We laugh until this day, I threw off the hay and I'm sure he told every one of his farmer friends in the next few weeks that I'd helped him do that.